Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadiyu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of November 22nd, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? How are we? How are we this week? Lucky to be here. <laughs> Exhausted, that's all. But excited to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing well, actually, so all things considering. But besides that, what have we been listening to? Let's start with you this week, Luna. Um, I haven't been listening to an overabundance, mainly stuff in the car. Still was listening to official Higedondism's Traveler album. Also, I blind bought a few albums a while back, finally getting around to them. One of them was Flower's first album, Flower. And I've heard several of their songs, and I really like them, and I got the album for a good price. I will say they are very talented vocalists, and their music is very good. Uh, it wasn't what I expecting was expecting. I expected something more dancey like E-Girls. However, their first album was a lot more mellow with some pop R&B tracks on there. And Let Go Again, which had verbal in it and was like a rehash of the M-Flow song, M-Flow Loves Yoshka, Let Go. And I really enjoyed the rehash that they did with verbal. I thought it was really good. And Koi Bito no Santa Claus, even though I'm not in a Christmas mode yet. But I greatly enjoyed that one. And what else have I been listening to? I was... Also still listening to Tomo Chin's Swag album, which is fantastic. And I just started listening to Ando Yuko's Shabon Songs album. And I haven't listened to her in quite some time. And I forgot how relaxing her music is. And she's a very unique voice. It reminds me of a little bit of Enka, but not at the same time, just because how she uses it in certain songs. I think she could easily do Enka with how her voice is, but she has a very interesting mixture in her and how she sings. So, but hers is more relaxing, chill tunes, and since it was rainy yesterday, it was a good day to start listening to her. So I think that was really mostly, you know, what I've been listening to, except this week's Music Corner, which we'll go into a little bit later. What about you, Ken? What have you been listening to this week? I've been listening to a number of things, actually. The first bringing up that I listened to Arashi digitally. I'm still amazed by that little little sentence that I have to say. <laughs> and then I've been bringing up that and this other artist named Sodane, which we'll get to a little bit next week, but I randomly found him, and he is a rap artist he's at the young age of the lovely 18 but a lot a lot of his stuff is actually really solid and i can't wait to listen to more of his things here besides that i did go back to emerald and went to their pavlo cities ep and i've been loving that along with some she is summer can't wait for her new album so there's that too and also Naz. Naz, the lovely Okinawan lady that I just love. Her voice just... Oh, boy. I do, too. I'm thinking about pick, physically buying a copy of her mini-album. 
Oh yeah, F- Fair is amazing. I have both. I bought it digitally, and then I was like, "Oh wow!" I found it while I was in Japan this past uh, this past couple months ago, and I bought it then. I was like, I didn't think I would double up double buy this album, but well, here we are. <laughs> so, but besides that, nothing too much. My juicy playlist, as always, and going on from like that to like Cider Girls and stuff like that too. But that's mm, all encompassing in the juicy playlist there. What about you, Gray? What have you been listening to? Well, I I was out of town most of the week with a family emergency privacy sort of thing, so I didn't get to listen to anything. In fact, the only thing that I have been listening to is Interstate 46 and that whole single on repeat, because the whole single was in English. And I guess it's just kind of nice to listen to music you understand every once in a while, so... I've I've kind of like had that on loop repeatedly and been enjoying that. Other than that, I've been listening to this week's music corner, which we will get to, and that is pretty much about it. Yeah, with that, let's continue on on to some release news. All right, continuing on to the news, and I'm up. So Taeyoon is ringing the holiday bells with a special gift for her fans. And those of you who don't know who she is, she's a Korean pop vocalist and member of the gr- the popular girls group, Girls Generation, a.k.a. Sonia Day or Shoujo Day. She is releasing a special Blu-ray or DVD, whichever edition you want, of her Japan Tour 2019 signal. It comes out on December 25th. You can check out the track listing on our website along with pre-order links and more information about the editions, as there is a limited edition with a special CD and photo book. And you can also check out a live clip from her tour of her song Voice. I'm actually looking forward to this because there are some things that I do love of uh, Girls' Generation, and he was one of them, one of the four that I actually did really like. The other one being Soo Young and uh, Fanny there. But it'll be good to see her stand up on her own two legs, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm excited because I've really liked her solo works, and I've picked up a lot of her solo K-pop stuff. And I think her Japanese releases have been very, very, very good as well. So I'm really looking forward to this. And Girls' Generation is still one of my guilty pleasures, and there's several of them I still follow. And she's one of them, so I look forward to seeing this. Cool, cool, cool. And continuing on up on off of the heels of his latest release, Insight EP, Music Corner alum Hender dropped the music video for the lead track of the EP, Self, on Raylan Label's official YouTube channel. Released back in October, Insight is the latest physical release done by him since Not Almighty back in 2018, and it's his second EP overall, produced by Takehiro Kawahara, and directed by cinematographer sensei it gives off that lovely b-side movie sci-fi feel which i kind of like and it's fully shot in black and white too so if you guys have the chance go check it out i left the music video and the track listing on our site there all right next up nanamizuki is running through the competition with her latest release she is a popular talent seiyuu and vocalist and she is crashing through with her latest album entitled Cannonball Running, which will drop on December 1st. 
And those of you who are not familiar with Nana-chan, she is very famous for a lot of her anime. And you can check out all the roles, several of the roles she's played on her site. This will be the first studio album in three years since her Neo Gene Creation album, which came out in 2016. There will be three editions, CD plus Blu-ray limited edition, CD plus two DVD limited edition, and a CD only regular edition. We have the track listing on our site, as well as the music video listing, and all three cover editions for the album, along with a music clip of her latest song, Metanonia. I cannot say this word. Metanoia. <laughs> Such a hard, weird song to say for a title, but <laughs> I'm excited about this. Oh yeah, I'm very, very excited about that. And also, I really do want to get that Ninoroid I sent you, by the way. Oh, I want that too, because have you, you haven't seen, I don't know if you've seen my whole Nana collection, I don't think you got to see it, but I have a huge collection of all uh, Mizuki Nana's CD, CDs, and I have like every album in limited edition, and I freaking love her. But I am stoked for this, I already get a copy on pre-order, bring it on! And I have a lot of posters <laughs> of her too. Maybe that's the next thing we should do. I should show you this place while in Akiba that they specifically collect music posters that you can buy back from them. So I wonder if they do Ooh. have uh, Music Inanas, you know, those uh, on sale now posters things. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I have a lot of the promo posters. As CD Japan sends me two with each album I order mm-hmm. from her. So I have a little collection. But I would love some of the on-sale now ones, because I think that would be really cool for live tours. Yeah. yeah, continuing on, it's the lovely four-member rock band Boys and Swing Girl announced that they will be releasing a brand new mini-album called Standalone on December 11th. This will be the latest release since their album Forever Young back in June, and will be their second major label release and it'll release with only one cd only standard edition and you can check out more information about that on our site along with their their music video for their song forever young also on our site i'm looking forward to this they were somewhat interesting that i kind of just found on the whim and i can't wait to see what the future is in store for them all right, um, popular Japanese Seiyu vocalist and member of four-member Seiyu group Sphere, Tamatsu Haruka, gives us a resolution with her new single. And it is coming, it actually already came out two days ago, so I hope you got your copy. It came out November 20th. The title track resolution is featured as the intro theme to the anime Sword Art Online, Alicization, War of the Underworld. And Haruka-san also happens to be the voice of Asuna from SAO as well. It will come in three it has three editions, CD plus DVD limited, CD only regular, and CD plus DVD limited anime versions. You can check out the tentative track listing, and which now the full one's probably out, along with the cover of the single and the music video to resolution as well on our site. And you can pre order it there too. Yeah. I I I kind of like her. I don't know. <laughs> I I re- I really do like t- I like some of Tomatsu Haruka's work. I actually have a Rainbow Road album, which is fantastic. Um, I like Resolution, but I I I feel like I go back and forth on some of her styles. Well, so. for me personally, I just hate Sal with passion. Come at me. So. 
she does other works besides that. However, yeah, yeah, she know, she's good promotion for that. She is currently the lead for Oreiski, which I just love, honestly. Which is the slice of life anime that I just love. So I'm I'm sorry, Gray, you're not gonna probably watch it. <laughs> I'll actually watch it because I do enjoy a good slice of life. I might have to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, it's really really good. I actually really really like it. But continuing on up, it is once again the lovely, lovely singer of Sayaka Yamamoto. Right before the release of her upcoming single, Tsuyoku no Hikari, she indulged more information about her new album, strategically titled Alpha. It's scheduled, it will schedule to release on December 25th. This will be her first album since departing from NMB 48. And as it does mean beginning, this is hoping to mean that this is going to be used as a fresh start for her career as an idol, which is really good because, you know, a lot of her stuff hasn't been really, really well, in my opinion. <laughs> so hopefully this is this a one was amazing. fresh start, hopefully. The, mm -hmm. Yeah. The latest single is absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. So, yep. Suyoku no Hikari, I can, I'll, I'll love that. I'll, I'll buy that. <laughs> But yeah, it'll come with three editions, which you can see much more on our site. We have the pre-order links for two of them, because the last one is a fan club-only edition. So yeah, you're not going to get that unless you're part of the fan club, man. <laughs> but you can go on our site to check out the lovely track listings and the music video for Tsuyoku no Hikari. So go right ahead there. Alright, next up is Wakana shows fans Fall Cherry Blossoms with first EP. Those of you who don't know who she is, she is a Japanese vocalist, member of Fiction Junction, Fiction, Fiction Junction and former member of popular vocal group Califina. She is set to release her debut EP, Akino Sakura, on November 20th, so it's already out. Get your copy. This is her... She actually released her debut solo album earlier this year in March. And also released her live tour earlier this year in September. You can check out the track listing for her newest EP, along with the video for Akino Sakura as well as the cover art. I absolutely love Wakana. I think she has an amazing voice, and I was always a big fan of her. She did a lot of stuff with um, Fiction Junction early, and they had a lot of projects. And I, I'm excited for this, and I listened to a couple of the tracks and they're really, really good. She's a beautiful, beautiful voice. Very relaxing music. Yeah, and so I'm look. I'm looking forward to this also. So it looks like something that maybe I'll pick up. I, I've heard of Walking Out before, but I haven't really kept track of her her stuff as of late. So this might be a good jumping in point, so good to speak. Good start. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Coming up next is the lovely four member male idol group. The Beat Garden, just ahead of their December 4th release, released a music video for their track Snow White Girl on Universal Japan's music uh, YouTube channel. This will be the latest single done by the group since Nukumori back in June and will be the ninth single overall. And just in time for the holidays, takes a more wintry balladed composition relying on the members' vocal strengths. You can check out more information on the site as it will release with two editions and the music video in question also on our site i was very very surprised by this 
I think you guys would like this. So, the both of you. Well, same, same. Then again, it might just come off as color creation ripoff at this point. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I'm always looking for more color creation vein style artists because I don't, I don't want to overtax the the main group because then they just get trashy. So let them take their time doing their magic and then other groups that are similar or in the same vein. Heck, even if they're ripoffs, I'll check them out. All right, moving on up to the next article. One of my one of the groups that's near and dear in my heart, LOL, have revealed they're going to be dropping their third album on March 20th of next year. The new album will be titled Lightning and will come in three editions. And they, they're killing me here because they're going to make me buy two editions. And yeah, it, it's looking to be an exciting thing uh they're gonna have there's a bunch of digitally released songs that you can find on apple music and spotify and that they have music videos for that are going to be on this album but they haven't really released in singles so like hashtag love underscore triple x is going to be on the album there's like that part two featuring sonari which is also going to be on the album so yeah, if you're an LOL fan like me, uh, this is ex- definitely exciting news and I'm looking forward to it. All right, next up is Lark and Seal is bringing their Lark Christmas to Blu-ray for all the good girls and boys. So they are releasing their live 2018 Lark Christmas tour on Blu-ray. Those of you who do not know they who they are, they are a Japanese rock band and one of the most affluent ones as they have been fo- they were formed in 1991 and they are an industry pillar. They are amazing. They're still going and I love them. So the Blu-ray will feature the concert held on December 20th, 2018 at Tokyo Dome. There will be three editions, a Blu-ray plus two CD limited, a Blu-ray regular and a DVD regular edition. The limited edition comes with a whole bunch of goodies. You should check that out on our site. All the goodies are listed along with the track listing and cover art for their Christmas concert. And you can pre-order it as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because, you know, Larkin Seal, as much as I love Hyde, just unhinged. I liked him better when he's Larkin Seal. At least the other members will be able to control him, hopefully. But... I'm looking forward to this release, nonetheless. Continuing on up, it is off of the heels of their latest single, popular four-member rock band Blue Encount released the music video for their single, Polaris, on their official YouTube channel. As previously announced, it's being used as the opening theme for the fourth season of the hit anime My Hero Academia, and is the group's 12th single overall. The video shows footage of the of the boys atop a mysterious cliffside looking over the ocean as colorful sketches of the band holding a tiny hint of AHA's hit music video Take On Me intersplice in between of each member. But yeah, you can check out the music video in question and the links for all three editions for the single on the site. All right, moving on to the next article. I don't know why I almost said album. But we're going to be talking about an album, which will be great. 
So Scandal has revealed they're going to be dropping their next, their newest album, and this will be the first album that they're launching since they kind of broke off and did their own thing and launched their own their own record label titled Her. And so their new album is called Okay. So yeah, Kiss from the Darkness is the name of their new album. It's going to drop next year on February twelfth. And it's being released in four editions total. It's going to have every single that they've released since they broke off and done their own thing. And yeah, also, I didn't know this until I was writing this, but apparently Scandal has their own magazine now. It's, and it's if you not would their like... magazine. This is, the, this is the thing. It's technically their label, Her, isn't a record label per se, but it's more of an artsy-fartsy label because... It includes not only music, but actual artists and like architecture stuff like that in fashion. So it's very interesting to see nonetheless. So, yeah. Yeah. But the limited edition Type B is coming with the magazine, which is, which I thought was really interesting. So if you're interested in picking up the magazine, you can grab the limited edition Type B if you, but they, there's four editions total that you can grab, and two editions come with a DVD. So check it out. Uh, we do have pre-order links on the site, along with their song Masterpiece. If you haven't checked out Scandal recently, or not familiar with their the new direction that they've taken the group in, because I, I will say, like once they've launched her, there is a marked difference in the sound that they produce. Like, it is not as poppy as it used to be. So definitely check this out. It's really exciting. I will go ahead and warn you that the covers for this for the album are really weird, and and I can they're definitely artsy fartsy. So yeah, you can check all that out. Alright, so next up is Shay shows fans a new shade of lavender with her latest album. She is a popular Japanese vocalist, songwriter, and model, and she has a brand new album entitled Lavender, which came out November 13th. She is very well known in the magazine Can Cam, as she's been an exclusive model for them since 2014. And this is her first full-length album in over two years. And since her Shade Tea came out in 2017, it's her third album overall. You can check out the lovely track listing of 14 tracks on our website. There will be two editions of it. A CD limited edition, which includes a special holder and a mobile phone ring. And a regular CD only edition. And both editions have a first pressing that comes with a B3 size poster. You can order your copy on our site and also check out our latest video as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's interesting to see how a model is going to take the music storm by hold with this. And she she was actually a, a singer before she was a model, which was interesting. Oh, she's yeah. been in the industry since 2012 for music. So I feel like they've really gone hand in hand for her. Mm-mm-mm. But I she was an artist that I've always heard her name. And when I finally listened to her, she I'm like, oh my gosh, she has an amazing voice. And I'm so excited for this because I just got into her. So hearing something, you know, some new stuff by her, it's all new to me still. But I'm very, very excited and looking forward to this. But yeah, with that, let's continue on here with the main piece of news here. And that is 
the full listing for the Kohaku has just been released. And uh, let's kind of pick apart key components here. And kind of looking at this list, it is very interesting. There are some things that I didn't... I knew for a fact that we were going to see. And that was all the 46 are here. Only AKB main is there. My girl, Oka Midori, is there too. Who I always just fell in love with from every Kohaku. Lil Glee Monster is there, which is a nice return, I guess. <laughs> Seiko Matsuda, which isn't really surprising because she just had her anniversary. So it wouldn't be surprising that she would make it back for her anniversary of the music industry stuff. So mm-hmm. Another good thing here is that Twice is now here three times. So maybe they should change their name to Trice. Thrice. Thrice. Yeah. Thrice. Yeah. Perfume is also there. Uh, Superfly is also there. Surprisingly, Reno is Shin- uh, Ringo, so um, get ready for that. Well, Shino Ringo does have her new best album that is dropping. The actually, the, the, actually so. the best of album is supposedly winning over some fans because it's supposedly fairly good. I, I haven't listened to it. Uh, Renford got it a little while back. and I'm thinking about picking it up because I've, re- you know, I have a couple of her albums, but I've been really wanting to get this because I feel like, you know, I don't know. I, I think I should get it, but I'm really debating on it. You know, Christmas is coming up, so... Yeah. Ikimono Gakari is also there, so good for them. It is their anniversary within the next couple months from here, so not surprising there. Aiko is there, which is also really isn't surprising there. Mm-hmm. Another major release or debut that is going to be on there is Takeuchi Maria, who is a legendary in the industry, but I am so surprised that this is going to be her debut. Because Same. she's the only vocalist to have made a number one album hit on all three eras of Japan as of right now. Yeah, she made it number one for both Showa, Heisei, and Reiwa with her latest album. Oh, that's interesting. Going on to the ma- uh, the male side here, Arashi isn't surprising. Kanjani 8 isn't really surprising. King and Prince isn't really surprising, too. The Pump that's what surprises me because what else can they do because the other songs weren't as big as a hit in my recollection the new york song i mean it was there but yeah the new york song hit but it wasn't it didn't have a whole lot of staying power yeah so i i wonder i wonder if they're just gonna be still beating the dead horse that is usa possibly so that that's an interesting interesting thing there another interesting is that kiss my feet 2 is debuting i thought they'd been on here before but i guess it's yes, their debut i did too i was very surprised by that as well yeah so and as previously we announced that official higidandism is also there king new is also going to be there and generation from excel tribe this is their debut this is also kind of surprising i kind of this is i Yes, it kind of goes hand to hand because this is like one of the little brother groups. So they might have been there when they were need Dame's Jason Brothers or San Dame Jason Brothers for certain members. But yeah, I I think that like I think like various members have have been to the Kohaku at certain points. 
But I think Generations is the first of the like the Exiled Juniors sort of it mm. to d- actually debut to actually go to the Kohaku. Like I don't I don't think it, the other three have been to the. Ko- I know Ballistic Boys haven't because they were they were formed earlier this year in the Fantastics last year. So I I know both those two have never been on there. And I'd be a little surprised if the Rampage ever made its way on there, but they could. But Generations is a fair pick. It's a good medium, solid ground. I think they'll do like a solid pop number. Probably their uh, dream song, which was fantastic. I I think that'd be a perfect song that they do. Yep. And then Hibromi Go is also on there. Probably going to sing Goldfinger 99 again. I was thinking that too. Hey, maybe they'll have Kotakumi on and just have the remix version. I wish if that would be a that would be a really good surprise guest to bring on, especially because our new album record dropped in the thirteenth. You yeah. know, with Goldfinger twenty nineteen on it. Another non surprising hit there is Kiyoshi Hikawa is also going to be there. I mean, he is a staple in the Inca industry and the Second Coming of Christ <laughs> for the Inca industry also. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. You know, Shobu no Hanamichi was the best song I've heard from him. I mean, the Daijobu and the the boat song was alright, but Shobu no Hanamichi, that dominated for quite a while, almost every other week when you were gone last year. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, Gen Hoshino is also going to be there. Probably he's going to sing Pop Virus, because that song has been making the waves. Daichi, good old Daichi, is going to be there. I'm not too surprised about Daichi returning because of the fact that he's probably going to be heavily, heavily, heavily handed the major push from NHK to be the main thing for them for the Olympics. So I'm not really surprised by that. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what song he's going to do because he hasn't had that many songs. He's probably going to tease the new single that he's going to do in January because he teased that he's doing a new single. Yeah, he could do that. Yeah, so. I was like, I hope it's not Corners because that was was an okay song, but it wasn't fantastic. I mean, he did do that. What was that? The Blizzard for... Yeah, he did do the Dragon Ball song and they might be trying to do international appeal there. That's possible, but Blizzard was over a year ago, because that came out last December. Yeah, well, yeah, who knows. Uh, Yuzu is also going to be on there. I'm quite surprised Yuzu is going to be on there, because I haven't, to my recollection, I mean, the album did really, really great earlier in the year, but there wasn't any single songs that come to my collection that would bring them out, so to speak. Uh, Jun Rensu is also there. I mean, that birthday song did gangbusters, so I wouldn't be surprised about Jun Rensu. But, yeah, I mean, this is a solid list, but one glaring omission is there. Two. Well, the other one, I can see the reason why. It's because she's kind of performing on Countdown also. Do you think do you think nah, he's there you, too? Kenshi wouldn't go to those. Oh, well. Then yeah, I don't, I don't know why he's not on the list. Well, he had the same problem like he did he had to kind of beg to do it last year. Yeah, last year. So I have no idea what is NHK's problem. <laughs> Maybe he didn't pay his bills and you know the cable bills to for the NHK. Maybe he's too artsy for them? No, but even so, I mean, Lemon was pretty artsy then. 
Yeah, that's true too. And then we got more artsy people, uh, artists that kind of premiered too because I, I would highly debate that Amaro's last one was kind of, I mean, the set piece for that was fan-freaking-tastic, but it was also kind of out there too and probably kind of a lot to collaborate with. So then again, you know, we had Yoshiki and Hyde just kind of come out of the foreground there last year too. This is true. So who knows? I have no idea why Yonezu Kenshi isn't on this year, but Generations is the only one that's representing the Exile group there. Yep. Arashii. Arashii in full force with uh, several of their Johnny brotherins are also there, so I'm not too surprised about that. AKB, eh, I understand that. There's not much you can do there. But it's... What song are they going to do? Sustainable? Yeah, I mean, they can. The the, the center, still, the center you, is use, still there. Use the center yeah. while you got them. <laughs> yeah. He's leaving February. What other artists do you guys think should be on this list that isn't on this list as of right now? I'm thinking right now. I'm yelling isn't on here. Johnny's West. They've had a good year. They've been consistently pulling similar numbers as like Kiss My Feet 2 and uh, Kanjani 8. And uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised they're not on here, especially considering like how heavy the Johnnies are th- this year. Because it seems like this is a heavier Johnny season than the last in the previous years, to my recollection. Could be wrong, but I only remember there being like like one or two Johnnies groups and this year there's going to be four i was going to say Aimeon had a yeah 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 i agree with you there Aimeon should have been on here also but her stuff with i believe countdown is making her not be a part of it but let me just double check that real fast no it isn't i'm very surprised about this there's Aimeon isn't she is i think she's the 29th so i have no idea why she isn't on here well, besides those two, are there any other artists that you think did fairly... Millet. Mil- um, yeah, Millet did very well, too. She did. I mean, I know she's just, like, she just debuted in March of this year, so it does make sense for her not being on Kohaku yet, but for being a new artist, she's done very well. What's What's funny is two of her compatriots, I'm young, by the way, two of them are going on to the Kohaku. Three of them. I'm looking at three of them right now. It's Kiyakizaka, King New, and Official Higedondism. So I have no idea why they're not being involved. Well, four! Little Glee is on here on their first day for for the day, same day that I'm young is going. Hmm. So it's, it's very, very interesting. Nonetheless, I am going to take a heavy hand here and... Say bish. Hmm. That's interesting. Any one, any one of those three, um, bish, bis, bis might be a little out there, or. Hmm. I can see that. Other group. Other group. What's the other group? The one with the shaved head. Empire. Girl. Oh, Empire. gang parade. Gang parade. Uh, I would think at least bish, bis, or gang parade. I would want to see them out here because it's different from what we're getting with the regular idol stuff. To kind of venture in that the the genre is evolving, I would like them to feature that at least. But at least one of those three, because we do have Anime Lisa on there, and I don't mind Anime Lisa. 
to be the in, the ambassador of the anime world there, but we should have something for all the genres. I mean, it's a celebration of everything that did popular too. But who knows? I, I'm going with those three. One, one of those three. <laughs> I'm actually surprised Ayumi isn't on this year, but I don't think she does many award shows. But she had the 20th anniversary of Love Appears, so. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised about that too. And maybe because it was a re- release that they didn't think it was a a valid candidate. Yeah, although she does do a countdown tour every year in Japan, so that could be another reason why, because I own most of them. Mm. And it used to be, t- I don't know for sure if it's still televised, but I thought it was televised on like Wow uh, Wow Wow. Wow Wow? The W-O-W-O-W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know she does that, so I mean, I mean, I guess that could be why. But at the same time, I think, you know, they could even do like a shoot of her at her concert too, you know, for Kohaku. Kind of like they did that special with Kenshi last year. Yeah. They could you know, do he that. wasn't there, but he was there. They can do that, or they can do Countdown, someone from that lineup too. What's interesting is there are several major players that I could see in Countdown actually doing a live viewing. One of them is Scandal. I wouldn't mind seeing Scandal on there. I wouldn't mind seeing as much as th- I wouldn't mind seeing this. I wouldn't mind seeing Polkadot Stingray. Blue Ink Count could also be one of those groups that I could see kind of being, oh, hey, you're in that time slot. We'll give it to you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fredericks also. There are a couple artists that I can see on the 31st that they kind of do a live stream for Countdown occasionally that mm-hmm. might just appear. M-Flow is also one of those, but it might be a little out there, too. Yeah, I was thinking M-Flow would actually have been a really good one to showcase because they're very international. And I think if you want to showcase someone, you know, especially Olympic-wise, you know, Verbal has a very established uh, career. So does DJ Taku. And you think about they come to the U.S. a lot. They have a lot of artists they're, you know, have spoken with or friends with. And they have a good pull here and around the world. So I'm a little surprised that, you know, they they wouldn't include them, especially with the release of their new album. Because that would be very good for, you know, international fans. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But we'll see as the coming days. They might just add one or two more artists onto this list because it isn't equaled out to and they might do like a halftime thing too where they just have more artists what's interesting is someone that was on the halftime show last year is on the main list the main list this year and that is Flurin, which we'll get to in a bit but yeah regardless let's continue on to the music corner all right, and I had music corner for this week, and I went and did something a little different. I wanted to roll the dice and do somebody that I, I wasn't a hundred percent certain on, but I chose Sonari, who I I did mention earlier because I had actually forgotten about the guy. I'll be honest, until I saw him in LOL L song like that part two, and I really liked his rap in that. But uh, Sonari is a rapper. He's 17 years old and he is signed with Avex. So he's pretty young and he's up and coming. He's been doing YouTube for years and 
Like he started a, a his YouTube page back when he was in elementary school, and he's been posting videos there for a while. So he's he's a YouTube kid, and he's his passion's always been music. Like he he started out wanting to go into music. And when he started earning money from his YouTube, he, he funneled all that money into help his music production so that he could kind of self-fund it a little bit. And then, like I said, he, he eventually got picked up by, by Avex. He dropped his very, very first album this year called 16. And he also dropped a digital album called Homemade. And yeah, he's he's really young, but... He he has really really good song compositions I think and he has a wide range like if you listen to his 16 6 16 album is S I C K S T E E N so it sounds like you know the number 16 but it's not it's 16 anyways he has a really really good sound he has a great vocal sound but I will go ahead and warn you as my colleagues have 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 learned he he is an auto tuner he does rely way too much on that i will criticize him for that as well because honestly he has a gorgeous voice and he's really really gifted rapper so it, it kind of bothers me too that he does the auto tuning but i i am able to look past the auto tuning and 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 kind of enjoy for what it is and his first album, he does have like a wide range of songs. So he has like some pop songs. He has like a, a few R&B songs and he has like a couple of rock songs. So he, he hits the whole field. So you can, you kind of get that an idea of what he's capable of. I know like one of the songs that I, I chose to highlight was his song Brand New because I really feel like that's a good fun song to just listen to. It's got a good upbeat to it. And the vocal work in it is really nice. And it does have a little auto-tuning in it, but it's one of the lighter auto-tuning songs. So you can you can appreciate it a little bit more. So yeah, I, I really, really like Sonari. I, I, I think he's interesting. And due to his age, I think he's going to definitely be somebody to keep an eye on and to definitely make, you know, watch where he goes. But this is just my thoughts on him. What are y'all's opinions? Luna, why don't you go first? You sure? Yeah. So I I first heard a Sonari on to- Toyama Mide's album. He did a song with her. And I really enjoyed that song, but I also really like Toyama Mide. So this is my first time actually listening to Sonari's actual solo works. I will say his composition of songs is fantastic. He does great with the fusion combining the right music together making it flow my issue with a lot of it is his vocals don't suit the composition as like gray mentioned they're very auto-tuned so as well as i like the musical part of it i had a huge issue with all the auto-tuning in it especially in his latest album i however did like the song usol i liked the song brand new and you know i thought those were like Gray put brand new on the website, which I thought was a very fun song, and it does showcase his vocal capabilities, and it's obviously, he has amazing vocal capabilities. I wish he wouldn't auto-tune his songs as much, due to the fact that I think with his music production, it would work fantastic with his actual voice. 
Um, so it's very interesting is just hearing his different styles too, because he's shown that he can do really any style and he mixes it up. You can listen to one song that's R and B one song that's rock, you know, one song that's more poppy. So I feel like he tried to do a mix of songs. So that way, you, you know, a different, he can get more fans that way. You know, you're going to find one fan who might like more of his R&B stuff or one fan who will like more of his rock stuff or, you know, and they're all going to find like one song they at least like by him, you know, or enjoy by him. And we'll look forward to that type of music in the future. So, yeah, I mean, as Luna just said, I have to agree with one thing is his composition is on point. I would think he would make an amazing producer down the line. And that's because his composition, he he knows how to make tracks. And that is really, really important. And I am going to ding him on several of his auto-tuning stuff. His stuff, I love it. I love it to death. But his auto-tune has to be worked on just a bit more. There are a couple tracks that I... I, I couldn't get through his his digital album. I couldn't. It was... I, I tried, and it was the the amount of auto-tuning in that one track in Homemade is... I couldn't do it. <laughs> but his song Life Goes On that just released like two weeks ago is amazing. It has a great blend of composition of light rock with that R&B style that he usually goes for for the most part and it's amazing I would definitely would have liked to have kept on the track that he's going on for Life Is Going On compared to what he did with Homemade cause like the the title sounds it does sound homemade at that point That I'll give that it's fair criticism 16 oh it's good and it gives us a very amount of a various a, amount of variety of tracks and compositions, which is really good. I did like that. So I'm, I wasn't going to be so harsh on it, but when it got to homemade, oh, my God. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Yeah. And like I said, like I, I'm, I'm kind of behooved as, as to why he auto-tunes so much because he does have a great voice and he does not need to sound like a robot. And I get like that's part... In style and in fashion, I know that's super popular in Korea, but I I think it hurts him there. I th- I think he's damaging himself because he, like I said, he's got a great voice, he's got a great vocal range, and yeah, he's a he's a very gifted rapper with a really good cadence and rhythm. So it, yeah, like it's it's I know the auto tuning is really his biggest hang up and I, I i think that might just be like a youth thing or something i i don't i'm not entirely certain i tried to find you know why kid, he's really kids into these auto-tuning. days yeah you know like kids these days i i did i tried to find like why he auto-tunes so much and i i i don't know if that's just part of him and his identity but if that was the case how come it's heavier on some songs than others like it, it's just kind of weird to me so I don't know. Maybe and when he hears the song in his head, he needs to sound more robotic in certain songs than he does others. I don't know. Not every song is consistently auto-tuned. Like there are some songs where you hear it a little bit. There's a few songs where there's almost no auto-tuning at all. And then there's some songs, like you said, where they're like auto-tuned to hell and back. And you're like, well, damn. So, but still, like I said, I I do in like I'm I do tend to 
stay away from like the heavier autotune stuff, but I do tend to like his music overall. Though I do have to say this, I appreciate you going out of your comfort comfort zone with this. Thank you. I do wish I do wish you do that all the time though. <laughs> but that is besides the point. I am very very excited to see the future of his career. Hopefully, if I could see him as I could see him as a music producer easily doing the next generation of any style tracks with Avex and stuff like that and that his his point of style teaming up with Avex is going to be a nice home for him for his future so I can't wait yeah and the good thing with Avex is because they're more internationally focused he might he might have an easier time finding an audience outside of Japan too but yeah you know I want to thank you with that as we continue on to the Oricon here, and who oh boy. What a week. <laughs> what a week well, indeed. There are some things that uh, I did like, some things that I, I could deal without, but let's continue on here to number 10, and that is Paprika by Fluorin. Little children dancing around. Yep, this, this song really threw me because... When I when I started watching it, I was like, I was like, do I have the right video? Because it was a year old, and I didn't notice the the timestamp on the the Oricon website where the song's a year old. And I was like, I was like, oh oh, why is this song hitting top ten? And then I saw that they were on the Kohaku. And can you reminded me pre-show that they're part of like the Olympics? So I was like, well, that kind of explains why it's here. But I, I was I was a little thrown by it nonetheless. I was really confused produced by yonezu kenshi <laughs> <laughs> produced by yonezu kenshi yep. and he's not on the gosh darn kohaku <laughs> that makes no yeah that makes no sense if, especially since he produced this and they are on it although those kids are a year or two older now i wonder if any of the boys there's, there's like two boys in that group i wonder if their voices deepened any uh, I mean, there were like eight when this started, so I don't, I don't know how y'all do it, in over there. But Asians' voices don't really drop until much later. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought they were ten years old, and so if it was like two years, I'd put them at twelve, which would be around the time that their mm-hmm. voice might start dropping. Mm-hmm. But if they were eight and then they're ten, they should be fine. Yeah. Regardless, Paprika sold a lovely ten thousand nine hundred thirty-seven points. Going on up, it is Umatoshika once again by Yonezu Kenshi. Ha ha ha. Not much what we could say about here. Robbed from the the Kohaku. I'll just add that for a bit until we find out mm-hmm. more so. But selling this week at a lovely 10,952 points. Going on up, it is number 8. It is Shukume by Toshohige Dandism. So... I still don't think this song is going to be on Kohaku. I think yep. it's going to be yesterday leading into Pretender. Pretenders. Yes. Yep, I think so too. I'd be quite surprised if they don't do any of those three songs. I will eat that sock like I said last week. They could do a medley. I could see them doing a medley. But I, 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 do, I do agree with you, especially due to the fact of how heavy the trumpet is is featured in that song and I don't think they have a trumpeter as a main part of the band. Uh it would be it it'd be surprising if they did yes. Shukume. 
Regardless, it sold a lovely 11,792 points. And going on up, it is, oh god. Number 7, Idol Master, Cinderella Master, 3 chord for the pops. Fushuguna Canvas. Number 2 for the week. Yeah, shoot me. <laughs> like, that, that was my whole thing. I was like, I was like eh, this song is not bad. Is very decent, I guess would be a good way to put it. It's more of a slower song. And I think Idol Master actually does not do terrible slow songs more often than not. It's usually like the hyperactive, hypertension, oh my god, the the BPMs are like 295 or something on, on, on this thing. That That's when we have issues with Idol Master. But if they slow it down and they do like a good ballad or something... It's usually not terrible. It's usually somewhat palatable. So this song, it, it is more of a slower song, and I, I kind of liked it for that. Like I said, I didn't love it. and I wouldn't run out and buy this song by any means, but I didn't think it was god-awful either. It was a decent song. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good for Idol Master. It was a night. It was a different spin than what they usually do, which is why I think I enjoyed it. You know, their voices all mix very well together, very harmonious, and it had nice melody to it as well. I'll agree with all y'all there, and this is a top-hitting song for this week. And You know, it is really, really good. It is out of the ordinary. I like their soul mellow songs over there, hyper-energetic songs, so this is a win for me nonetheless. Regardless... Three chords for the pops sold a lovely 11,875 points. Going over to number six, it is Yesterday by Official Higedondism. Not much what we can say here now. But yeah, it will sell a lovely 12,803 copies. And going on up, it is the Radio Station 12 Hits theme song Wonder Octaval, A Wonderful Octaval by Hyaku. It's uh, the Husbandos radio shop. So, I mean... Very interesting, that's all I can say. It, From what I heard, it was interesting. But a, I've heard radio dramas before. It's a radio so. drama. So, yeah, yeah, specifically focusing on this character, which is good because it include Not only did it include a radio drama, it include his... his own version of a... of that wonderful octave song... And an original character song. So, I mean, if you are a fan of this series, highly recommend it. It's really good. It's good bang for your buck, especially if you like the characters like that. Mm-hmm. So, and and I feel like this song, like if you really like that husbando thing and that husbando style, and you typically like that style of music, I, this is right in that wheelhouse. It it doesn't really do anything to to mix it up or change up the formula or anything like that. Wonderful octave is really right there. So you know, if you really really like that kind of style, I think this is a great song to pick up. Yes, yes, indeedy. This week, it sold a lovely 13,207 points. And going on up, it is number four. The lovely... Of course, it's done in Chinese, so I can't translate it. can suck my bottle. Yep. Yes, it can. Which is Hatsukoi Jijo Shogi. Once again, by NMB48. Not much difference from our last last week's conversations. 
Yep. Still pretty solid. Their best song since their revitalization, in my opinion. I never went back and listened to it, and I still don't remember a thing about that song. <laughs> yeah, you didn't remember our last week's song, so. Well, it sold a lovely 13,499 points, and going on up to number three, Pretenders by official Hige Dandism. I can't wait till this song is out of the Oricon because I want more original allergy, goddammit. No, I agree with you. I, I just, like, it's not that I hate this song or anything. Like, I think I'll hate it by the end of it just because I'm tired of talking about it. But I, for me personally, I'm just like, yeah, Pretender, it's there. It's a good song. Can we see something else and and stuff like that like i it i hate like all these repeats because there's great songs that we don't get to talk about because there's all these repeats that are on on here and that's just a byproduct of the the system i guess but you know here it is pretender number three surprise surprise Yep, and this week it sold a lovely 24,084 points. And going on up, it is... <clears throat> I have to clear my voice for this. Donut by Crazy Boy! <laughs> Sorry, I have to do that. If I ever see him in real life, I would highly appreciative. And give him a handshake, and I just, I'll just i just go up to him and say, I just met Crazy Boy! But regardless, song... Really good. I like it. It really hits to that American style. I could feel. I feel like I can turn this song on the radio and hear it in the U.S. To be perfectly I, honest, I actually think that's what he was going for in general because he just did Odaquest in July and he was one of the headliners. So I feel like Avix and I think if I'm correct, LDH is a sublabel of Avix is really trying to hit that American audience and gear it toward both, you know, Japan, America, and, I mean, even Korea would probably eat this up because, you know, it fits with the popular theme that... And I I love this song. As soon as this video dropped, I was all over it. Because it's a fun dance song that you could easily blast in the radio here. Very American, but it also still has a little bit of a Japanese feel to it. See, I hated it. To me, this embodied about everything I hate about American music. It's mostly bass. There's no rhythm. And there's no melody. It's, it's just like all bass. And I'm like, I, I'm i just like, I. it's not a, it's just not something that I enjoy listening to. And yeah, you guys are 100% right. You could turn it on over here and it would fit right in and stuff. But I just I just did not like it. This this song embodied about everything I do not like about modern American music. And I just, I was like, I'm not feeling it at all. So sorry, guys. I, I hate to be the voice of dissension here, but I just, I did not like it. Okay, and podcast's over. I'm going to cancel everything out. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah. I mean, like I said, it is American style, so if you're not really liking that American R&B style, which has been taking over the craze here, you know, I'm similar to that effect, but, you know, I listen to the radio with this American style because I need something to drown out the fact that I'm stuck in traffic for an hour. (laughs) So it gives me something (laughs) to be like, okay, I'm more angry at the radio than I'm angry at the idiot trying to crut cut in front of me so you know to that point of view i do understand your your criticism of it if you do not like american style r&b style music you're not gonna like this 
Very true. And very, I very so true. I love American style R and B. Uh, more you know like nineties R and B of course. Yeah, yeah. But I completely understand because I do like music with a heavy bass, and it depends on the mood I'm in. And I like to blast that bass, and my whole my whole car shake. And, and again, I, li- I like bass. I don't want to come across as like a bass hater or anything like that. Like I, I love it, but I again I've always been all about like the harmonizing and like you know like the rhythm, the melody, and the bass coming together and, and making like this like beautiful sound and this noise. Like you know like there's like. Like, I like, I'm not going to say I like more complex music, because I do think, like, to a certain point, like, it, it's not as good anymore. But at the same time, I, I do like, like, all the components of, of what is tr- traditionally a song or music, and when you're, when you lose some of that, uh, to me, it's not as good, and it doesn't sound as, to me, as pleasant to hear. And, and honestly, like, my, the other thing about especially this style and stuff like that is it's churned out so much over here that I'm, I'm kind of to the point where like anytime I hear a song in that style to me that almost sounds generic and the only reason why I wouldn't label it generic in like a, the Japanese setting is only because there's so few songs that come out like this in Japan but like if this song was dropped in America I don't know if it make any waves in the water because it sounds about like everything else that comes out over here. So it, it's one of those weird things that you just kind of, ah, uh, don't know what to do with. But like, if you like this song, more power to you, you have my blessing by all means. I am not trying to pass judgment on people who love this song by all means have it. But yeah, regardless, Donuts so a lovely 26,518 points and going on up. It is the edge of days by Kiss My Feet 2. So, I know you've been loving this as of late. <laughs> See, you know, you, your whole I, I thing of, is. like, male idols and everything on that, especially on the Johnny side, had completely flipped since, like, June or something. I think I think what had to happen is I had to get used to their style. I, this, this, this is me guessing. I don't know. Because when we would listen to, like, Johnny's or, you know, you know, that particular style like, i i wouldn't like it because I, I don't know to me it just sounded generic and i d- didn't like the way like it harmonized i didn't like the like the melody behind it i didn't like a lot of the components of the song so it was really kind of hard for me to say like oh I, yeah yeah no this is this is good but over time we've covered this more and i i don't know if like they're like a fine wine that you just kind of grow accustomed to and you acquire that taste for it. So once you have that taste for it, you, you start appreciating it more. Or if they've changed, because I haven't gone back and listened to their older stuff to, to know if like there's been like a substantive style change that is noticeable, but I don't think that would be the case. So I think I've just kind of grown to like them. And I did like the song. I thought it was a good, fun song. It is definitely Johnny's, and I, I wouldn't accuse it of being anything less than that. But I, I really like this song. I really enjoyed it. And I, I I really felt like, you know, this was a solid, strong, decent, a good song by Kiss My Feet, too. I, I really liked it. My only gripe is, is that on AVEX, they have, like, the half-track version of the song instead of, like, the full version of the song. And I wish AVEX would get better about not doing that, but... Avex will be Avex at the end of the day, and you have to put up with that. Well, but they want you to buy I it. Really That's like why that. they yeah they do that. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I I did. I really, really liked the song. Uh, to me, this was the song of the week for me. I, I felt like this was by far the best song, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a good song. I do like some of Kiss My Feet. I know I go back and forth with some of the Johnnies. I thought it was a very good song. So it was fun. Enjoyable. Yeah, same. I mean, I do like this I, this song. It was all right. I'm not going to knock it out of bed for crackers or anything like that. But it, it seemed really decent. Um, it's a little bit more edgy, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, it's not my favorite of, song of the week, but yeah. it's enjoyable. It is enjoyable. I will give it that. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely one hundred sixty-seven thousand and fifty-one points. And since we have some time, let's switch over to the albums here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so Jay John Love Covers has hit at number ten, and Ah a Dream and Night, the anime over there, Cosmos by Unten Shoujo. And Fallen Light Be by Girlfriend over there. Odis 17, Volume 3 by 17, making the rounds once again. Record, there you go. Speaking of Kodakumi, reaching mm-hmm. in at number 5. Traveler at number 4. Gang Parade's Love Parade, I'm happy about that, at number 3. Woo, woo. I totally forgot about this sucker. I need to go check it out. Kenji Osawa's Sokakui Uchuji, uh, Uchu. So at number two, and oh boy, <laughs> Shinoringo's Universal Best at number one. Cannot beat the Ringos. Cannot beat the apples there. Nope. And it had a really good week. It's selling over a hundred thousand copies. That album art though is really weird. Like it looks like what somebody threw an apple and hit her in the head or something yeah. through a window. I mean, have you listened to any of her stuff? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have one of her albums. What are you talking about? She she isn't uh, standard in any of the means. No, and I like that she always does something unique. So it's a very memorable cover because when I saw it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting. I like it." That indeed. Uh, but yeah, with that, let's go down here and check out a couple of our affiliates. You can check out Kuryu Hunter. He is a horror live streamer on the Twitcher streaming things. You can watch him at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. He was our living mailbox in Japan at one point in time, but now he ran away from that obli- obligation, right? Yep. <laughs> and next up is TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, and you can catch him on twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-R-T-A-F-T. And you can catch me, along with the both of them, on another lovely little podcast called Podosaurus. If you want to hear my opinions about gamings or hear me go quiet for 20 minutes at a time, you can go listen to that. You can check out, just look up Koryu Hunter on the lovely iTunes and Google Play Store and you'll probably find it. should be on there. I'm looking forward to it. With that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find us. All on the social medias. You can find the site at ongakudu. You can find us on social media at ongakudu on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on YouTube also. Just look up ongakudu. Light, rate, subscribe. Give the pound to that button. Oh, I for- totally forgot to say this. Our content. I have to edit this a little bit. But our content. 
Might seem kid-friendly, but we are not a kid-friendly show. Please advise that. So any of that lovely lingo of any kids or any things that might be affiliated to music, I mean, it is for all ages, but we are not a kids-only show. So please advise that. Regardless, you can find us on Twitter at OTYKen1 for me. You can find Renford at Renford D. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at Ongaku Gray, where on Twitter, where I tweet about what I'm currently listening to. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on Instagram at Nerdy Collector Luna, on Twitter and Letterboxd, and my anime list at LunaMaria87. But yeah, with that, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakadiyu. I want to say thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna saying for everyone to have a fantastic week, and we look forward to talking to you next time. Jamatane. And this is Gray. Have a good, happy Thanksgiving, everyone, for those who celebrate it. Bye.